I hope you enjoy the upcoming content that we'll have for you on today's episode. I think you'll get quite a bit out of it. And know that today's episode is brought to you by the Swim Master Melody Course at successwithmusic.com. If you are in the songwriting game, if you are in the production game, make sure you understand what it takes to create a melody before you get to mastering and mixing and all that man it all starts with a powerful melody check it out today it is absolutely worth the investment the swim master melody course at successwithmusic.com hey let's get to the show this is swim success with music Hey, what's going on? This is Swim. I am Walt. I am your music coach, your human decibel meter, your yo sound man. Turn me up. I see you. Hey, only give me thumbs up when you actually turn me up. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Turn me up, bro. Yo, let's dive in. Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is Walt. This is Success With Music. I appreciate you tuning into the program. We have a lot to get to today. If you are just joining us for the first time, we are in the midst of a series about music marketing, and we will be getting into that again for today. And again, for those of you who are new to the program, know that this program is all about music. It's for musicians. It's designed for musicians, singers, producers, beat makers, music students, you name it. We're all about that life here. Um, and we try to have a little fun at the top of the show. Even if we don't have fun, I try to share some interesting facts with you uh, that may um, intrigue you a bit further. Music. So let's get into it. Music and sound can be a force for good. Or a force that kicks your butt. Um, let, let me explain. I want to talk about weaponized music. Yeah, I'm being serious here. I'm talking about music and sound being used as a weapon. Um, let me give you three different things that I came across here in doing some uh, research for the show. A while back, uh, The Guardian the news outlet, The Guardian, put out an article about music being used to interrogate terrorists during detainment. And you may have heard of this when this was in the news a while back. But again, think about this. Music was used to interrogate people. It was it was it was used to interrogate the bad guys. So military personnel would crank up music super high on these crazy huge amps. This would have an incredible psychological effect on the perpetrators. As studies went on about this, they have found that, yeah, volume would play a huge role in just making you go crazy. But for the most hardened terrorists out there, they would use specific types of music. And would you believe what is the number one? What was the number one choice for breaking down the psyche of the most hardened terrorists? And this is this is a true story. I am not making this up for a few laughs. They would play I Love You by Barney the Purple Dinosaur. No joke. They would crank that jam up to who knows how many decibels and just crack anyone's brain 
with playing that song. It, it's just crazy. This one researcher said you would rather have your eyes poked out and try to figure out how to live life with no sight rather than having something that literally makes you feel that you cannot think. It's one thing to have something taken away from you. It's another thing to be in a state of constant agony with music blaring into your ears. That is crazy. All right, let's talk about the next instance of audio being weaponized. Have you ever heard of something called the LRAD Sound Cannon? LRAD Sound Cannon. I mean, to me, honestly, when I heard about it, it seems like something you'll find when your power meter is activated during a fighting game. LRAD Sound Cannon Fire! I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. Sorry for all the drama. But this actually, um, this was from an article from Gizmodo, gizmodo.com. They posted an article about the LRAD sound cannon. So let me read you what they said in this article. They said that it's a tool to broadcast messages in pain-inducing deterrent tones over long distances. LRAD devices come in various iterations that produce varying degrees of sound. They can be mounted on a vehicle or handheld. The device produces a sound that can be directed in a beam up to 30 degrees wide. And the military grade LRAD 2000X can transmit voice commands up to 162 decibels up to five miles away. All right, so that's the excerpt from the article. Think about that. That is absolutely crazy. A sound cannon that can direct a beam of sound. So in other words, the sound is not distributed across a wide area. Like if you went to an outdoor concert and the sound kind of floods the entire area, they're talking about a directional beam of sound that's directed at something and it can reach up to five miles away. Now, they say that it can go up to 162 decibels. I don't know if you know how loud that is. That's like a shot. That's like a shotgun blast being put on a loop played right next to your ears. That is absolutely crazy. In fact, I was told that these uh, cannons were being used for pirates. So when the ships and things like that have these pirates showing up, trying to board their boats or whatever near the Horn of Africa, they can use this LRAD cannon to actually fire it directly at these oncoming boats or whatever to completely obliterate the guy's ears before they could get get onto the boat. Uh, I shouldn't laugh, but um, could you imagine being the bad guy going home that day? Like, hey, how did you, they defeat you, man? I they defeated me with sound. Beat you up with sound. I you should have been there. All right, I digress. Uh, next. And this one came out recently. And this is why I wanted to bring this to the show as well. I found this interesting. Um, a report came out recently that U.S. diplomats were targeted in a sonic attack in Cuba. Now, this article was also found in the, uh, the Guardian, and it was posted in other places as well. But it stated the following. The mysterious sonic attack on U.S. diplomats based in Cuba raises questions about what form an acoustic weapon might have taken and the prevalence of such devices in the military. The U.S. State Department claims that the attack started in autumn 2016 and ended in April this year and had affected at least 16 individuals. U.S. said that symptoms including hearing loss, headaches, headaches, 
and loss of balance appear to be the result of sophisticated devices operating outside the range of audible sound. So anyhow, this article goes on to talk about how these sonic weapons can actually be deployed at very, very low frequencies, below 20 hertz, or even weapons on the opposite side of the sound spectrum. These weapons also can be used at very, very high frequencies. This is absolutely crazy. I mean, music and sound are powerful, but man, who knew they can be this powerful? You are listening to part five of our music marketing series. If you miss any of the previous shows, subscribe and get caught up on what we've been talking about. Let's continue. All right. So last week we got into social media. If you recall, we discussed the world's top social media players. They are, as a reminder, Facebook, YouTube and Instagram. Now, today I want to move further and talk specifically about Facebook as a tool for your music, for your music marketing. As stated before, I do not have a vested interest in Facebook. I don't own their stock. They are not a sponsor of our podcast. So when I bring up Facebook, it's not because of some ulterior motive. Okay, so let's get that out the way. But I am focusing on Facebook because at the time of this podcast, Facebook is one of the most dominant social media platforms out there. All right, so let's do this for today's episode. I want to get into some information about Facebook. You may know about some of the things I'm going to mention to you here in just a moment. But again, I want you to think about these things with respect to your music marketing. So let's get into The reasons why Facebook should be one of your dominant music marketing strategies. Okay, so number one, they have nearly 2 billion monthly users. Billion, B as in boy, billion. Nearly 2 billion monthly users. They have a huge audience that spans the globe. Next, Facebook is an amazing marketing tool because of their multifaceted platform. Think about what I'm going to tell you here. You've seen all this stuff if you use Facebook before. They have pictures and those memes, right? They have audio. They have video. They have GIFs or GIFs, depending on how you pronounce that. They have news. They have messaging. They have events. They have live streaming. Even now, you can buy a used barbecue grill from the guy down the street. So the point being is that Facebook is a comprehensive, multifaceted platform that will support a lot of things. And their goal, by the way, is to keep users on the platform. So in other words, if you're looking at even videos for YouTube, they're number two as a social media platform. But even for YouTube, there's an integration with that. Meaning if I'm on Facebook, if you notice, Facebook tries to keep you on their website. So when you click on a video, even though the video may have come from YouTube, you're still watching within 
the Facebook app or on the Facebook website. So the point being is that all of the things I just mentioned a few moments ago allows for an immersive experience while being in one place. All right, let's move on. Facebook is also aggressive about retaining its position in the world. Those things I just mentioned, they're doing that for a purpose. As an example, do y'all remember when Snapchat thought it was running things with its filters? Uh, yeah, Facebook showed up and destroyed them. And if you don't believe me, and I'm not hating on Snapchat at all, but if you don't believe me, for those of you who like to look into financial matters, tell me how Snap's stock prices are doing right now. Yeah, Snapchat is like, oh, Snap. Facebook, when it's faced with competition, it destroys competition in the social media space. So the point being is that when you're rolling with Facebook, you are rolling with an aggressive winner. Next, Facebook owns the number three social media platforms. We talked about YouTube a second ago. Instagram is number three. Well, guess what? Instagram is owned by Facebook, if you didn't know that. Have you ever seen those Instagram posts on your Facebook feed? Coincidence? Nah, man. It's a business partnership that gives Facebook even more reach. Now, finally, Facebook knows more about you than your mother does, which is kind of crazy creepy. And I mean that Facebook probably knows more about you than your mother does. I want you to think about what I'm telling you. Those friend suggestions, those news clips that you see on your feed, the video suggestions. So let's say you watch some funny video about a guy getting destroyed trying to jump a mountain bike over his house. The video that comes up afterwards Those videos are not coming up randomly. They're coming up based off of who Facebook has identified you to be. Most important to those selling stuff, those items that relate to buying things like a car, house, clothing, watches, electronics, those things are not there by accident. Those things are placed in your feed strategically. And all of the things that I mentioned to this point, all of these things tie into Facebook's true power facebook's true power and what makes it quite frankly a billion dollar business is based off of what it knows facebook's power is in what it knows it knows its users so all of the things that i mentioned to you to this point facebook is feeding to your page because they feel that they have you figured out And again, they think they probably know you better than your mother does. And they may not say that, but I'm saying that. Now, think about it. They have birthdays. They have hometowns. They have your school names. Depending on how you have your app set up, they know your exact location, like right now. They know your likes, your dislikes, your occupation. They know your mental health profile or your psychological profile. I'm not sure if you guys know this or not, but those times when you take those quizzes online, like, which character are you? And you take those quizzes, and they're fun, don't get me wrong, but those quizzes are actually meant to do something. They're collecting information on you. They're collecting 
information on how you think. Those quizzes that you find on Facebook are not coincidental. They're meant to do something. Facebook also has information where you've been on the web outside of Facebook. I mentioned that they try to keep you on that page. But even when you're outside of Facebook, thanks to tracking cookies, they know the websites you've been visiting. And as a result, they may feed some of that stuff into your feed. Facebook knows your religion. They know your gender. They know your race. They know your mama. They know your cousins. Shall I go on? Think about what I'm saying. Think about how much Facebook knows. I don't want to get deep into my worldview about Facebook, but it's kind of scary that this one company knows so much. But let's not deal with the scary side, huh? But let's deal with the side that's awesome. You can use Facebook to your advantage. It's been said that knowledge is power. Think about how much knowledge Facebook has on its users. Billions of users. You wonder why they are such a valuable company. Because that knowledge is power. This episode is basically saying to you, hey, use this knowledge to your advantage. Facebook knows something about the audience that you need to reach or that you want to contact. You need to use or leverage this Facebook knowledge to your advantage. Let's go back to um, episode number three in our um, our series here where I talked about going to Times Square. In that episode, I talked about walking into Times Square and just blurting out a message to random strangers in a street, in a crowded street in New York City. That makes zero sense if you really have something to say. So when you're marketing your music and you just decide to broadcast your music to the world through whatever website or just some random social media platform, that makes no sense. That's the same as going into Times Square and just blurting out a message. But what if you were in a position to speak directly to people who care about what you have to say? That becomes a completely different exercise, correct? So here's the point. Facebook can take you away from that Times Square scenario and move you into a private conference room where you have the attention and the people who may be in the market to connect with your music. That is the advantage of Facebook. If you think about the things that we talked about earlier, they know who those people are. The bigger question is, do you know who those people are? Facebook has billions of users. Now, you being able to tap into that audience in a very specific and deliberate way is our next order of business. So tell you what, let's take a step back and get into some ground level tips for using Facebook to promote your music. And today's tips, they are brought to you by Swim Success with Music, this podcast. Over the past few months, we have brought you material that will help you take your music career, performance, and knowledge to the next level. I and the SWIM team would like to continue being your music coach. So support us by subscribing to the podcast and also share the podcast. And one of the major things that you can do to support the show is providing a review on iTunes. It's super simple. It's an easy way for you to give back and allow for us to continue on. So go ahead and do that now. Give us a review on iTunes. And again, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. 
All right, so let's get back to our tips for today regarding Facebook. Now, this first tip is going to seem pretty obvious, but I have to provide this as a tip. And I'll tell you why in a second. First tip, get on Facebook. That's my tip. Now, for those of you who are on Facebook, you may be thinking, why in the world am I bringing this up? I said in the previous podcast that I've come across people in recent days who have sworn off Facebook. They don't want to be on Facebook. They hate Facebook. People are oversharing on Facebook. People are always taking weird selfies, talking about what I ate for lunch on Facebook. I understand Facebook from a personal standpoint can sometimes be a bit challenging. I unfollow people personally all of the time. But again, we're talking about business right now. We're talking about your music business. So regardless of how you personally feel about Facebook, whether you're on there or not, whether you post anything or not, put that aside. I want you to get on Facebook. So that's tip number one. Here's tip number two. Set up a separate profile on Facebook. So let's say you don't want to be on Facebook as an individual. You don't like the platform. That's perfectly okay. Again, I'm not an advocate for Facebook. That's not my personal mission in life. My personal mission is to help you succeed. So I'm recommending that you set up a separate band profile or musician profile, artist profile on Facebook. Now, this will allow you to separate your personal life from your music life. So again, if you have personal hangups about Facebook, well, setting up this profile will allow for you to make a delineation between the two. I found that some of my friends who happen to be music artists, they started off using their personal page as their music page as well. I don't recommend that. And I know it's kind of easy to fall into because you're out there, you're posting things online and you're like, hey, check out my music. Hey, doing this. Hey, in the studio. Hey, doing some new songs. Da da da. The reason why I'm saying that you should not do that is because as you grow your fan base, you're going to wind up having people coming to your page, saying things on your page that you may want to separate from your personal life. People may want to do business with you. Hey, you know, tell me about your next show or this, that, and the other. You want some type of separation. And also, when you create a separate band page, this allows you to focus on building the brand for your music, for your persona, or for your band. So in other words, you can treat it as a separate entity that you put work into. But if it's tied to your personal affairs, it's hard to make that delineation. You're always on. If you can see my air quotes here, you want to have that as something separate. I have personal friends who have made this decision recently. But the problem is, by the time they make the decision to make a separation, they are now tasked with diverting all of these audience members to a brand new page by saying, hey, guys, just set up my music page. Please go over and like it. Well, they've already liked you because they liked your music on your personal page. Now you're redoubling efforts and it's just a headache. So start building over there versus building a huge house over here and then having to disassemble that house board by board, nail by nail and carrying it to some other location. The example not, may not be great, but hopefully you understand what I'm saying. Just start building your persona over there. It'll be a lot easier and you'll thank me for it. And maybe you'll send me cookies. That would be awesome. Peanut butter cookies. 
All right. So in order to set up your band page, you can log into your main Facebook account. And here's what you want to do. And if I go and here's what you want to do. If I go too fast, guess what? This is a podcast. You can hit pause and go through the steps slowly. All right. But again, let me give you some quick instructions about setting up your separate band page. Here's what you want to do. Once you are logged into your main account, like your private account, go to pages. And once you're there, click on the create page button. And on there, you'll see a whole bunch of different things, local business and all this stuff. You want to select the artist band or public figure option. Now from there, there should be a drop down. You can get more specific, but once you go through all of those steps, you will have your initial page and you'll do this page. You'll create this page like you would any other Facebook page with images and links and information. And I personally don't fill out every single area on there. You you will see it once you log into it. But again, what I just mentioned a second ago will be the first steps you need to take to create that separate page. So again, it's being created through your account, but it will be a freestanding page for visitors. But you'll be the admin on that page if you do it through your personal page. And let me give you one more tip for Facebook. Once your page is set up for your music, for your band, for your musical persona, create a customized Facebook link for your music. So in other words, it will be facebook.com forward slash and then your band's name. Like, for instance, you guys heard me promoting the book Jingle Money in the past episodes. Jingle Money's Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Jingle Money. It's just that simple. So your band or your music page or what have you should have something similar. Again, facebook.com forward slash your music name or what have you. All right. So let me give you some instructions on setting up your customized Facebook link to your page, of course. And before I go through these instructions, let me just recap some information I just told you here. Doing this will help you be found easily on Facebook. Second, And we can't really get into this on this show. I wish we could. But by creating this customized link, it will also be an important building block for the search engine optimization world. They call it SEO. When you have this customized link with your name in it on Facebook, it will help you with your online credibility overall. So just go with me on that. And that's one of the reasons why we want to create this customized Facebook link. So again, SEO is a really big topic. Just trust me on this one, okay? All right, so let's talk about getting that customized link. So you go to your Facebook page because again, you're the admin there. It's your page. Hopefully you're not creeping on someone else's page. So you're the admin You go to the music page that you set up in our previous step. Now, once you go to that music page, you should see it inside of your personal profile area. You're going to see it maybe under pages. So click on that music page. All right. Now, once you're on your music page, you want to click the about tab for that music page. Once you do that, Navigate to the general area. It should be towards the top. 
look for the link that says edit next to your username. So you're looking for the word edit link near your username. That username, by the way, is the link for your uh, your Facebook page. So whatever you're seeing in that area right now, if you go to facebook.com forward slash whatever's on that screen, that is your link. You want to change that to something that reflects your music, your band, your group, your persona. Now, Facebook will limit you to so many characters. Real quick tip. Don't. Well, I guess we're doing tips already. Bonus tip. Don't make it complicated. Make it easy to spell and make it easy to remember. And if you can make it super short. The name of the game here with Facebook is being found easily. That's what we're all, that's what this whole thing is all about. All right. We went through quite a bit of information today. Um, There's still a lot more to be covered, if you can believe that. And that's, if you notice, we've been, there's been quite a few episodes in this series. And guess what? We're not even done yet. We're not even close to being done. Um, But I'm hoping to get us started. I'm hoping to. My hope is to get you pointed in the right direction with respect to your music marketing. Let's go ahead and meet again next week to continue on because I want to talk a bit more about Facebook because there's a lot there that you can use to help your music promotion. But again, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Please review the podcast on iTunes. It helps us out tremendously. Please share the podcast. And if you have questions about music marketing, go ahead and send me an email. If you send it now, I can probably get it into the show for next week. Send your email to ask at successwithmusic.com. Ask at successwithmusic.com. So make sure you give us that review. Thanks in advance for the love. And check me next week. And if you're a pirate, beware of the Hell Rat Sound Cannon Fire! Ten dollars a gas won't fill the tank, no. This just gets old. I know there's gotta be a better way for me in this life.